All right, guys, welcome to the Beach Fence podcast where we talk about life and business and everything in between inside of Beach Fence. You are listening with Joanna, that's me, and Talon. Welcome. Today we have a special guest for you guys, a little bit of a continuation from last uh, live where I probably butchered a few things. So we wanted to make sure we got an expert on here to just clarify a few things for us because (laughs) I'm all hearsay anyways, according to Talon. So (laughs) um, today what I'd like to, or who I'd like you to introduce, I'm going to introduce. You're going to (laughs) introduce? I'm going to (laughs) introduce. Okay. Is my really good friend, Therese. If you can pull her up on the screen, Therese will wave to everybody. So, (laughs) Therese, um, Therese and I met, I don't know what it was, about two years ago, I would say. I think we were teaching together at a Catholic uh, high school. We're both high school teachers. And you know when you meet people and it's like they talk about like love at first sight and you're just like, bam, like the chemistry is just there. Like you just love these people. You don't know why, but you you just migrate to them. Well, that is this lady right over here. She has the most biggest heart ever. Her spirit is just infectious. In fact, like because I've been using TikTok, I've been following this one chick on TikTok and I'm like, you need to get TikTok. I'll explain why she hasn't yet. Um, but you need to get TikTok. This lady reminds me of you. And she's super awesome, super funny. And this is why I see her smile all the time. It's just so infectious. You know when you just want to hang out with people all the time? You know those people? Yeah, that's her. That's her right there. And not only is she just like a super awesome soul, but she's also super accomplished. So not only is she a high school teacher having to deal with all the bratty kids that we have. I mean, no kids are bratty, just bad behaviors. No kids are bad. <laughs> she deals with all the high school kids with me, um, sports teams, all that. But she's also doing her thesis. So she's doing her master's program, which is I'm going to read it off my sheet because I this is a mouthful here. So The area of focus is Catholic education, specifically religious education programming in Catholic high school, offering a renewed sense of understanding of religious education in Catholic high schools. Yes, that's a definite mouthful. So don't worry, guys, we are not talking all about religion today, um, but we are going to get into what I butchered the other time and then talking about a little bit about fasting and Lent and one really cool thing that she has done, which a lot of people would not have the balls to do, is to give something up for Lent that we are all currently using maybe 16 hours a day. So welcome, Therese. Welcome. Welcome. Oh, thank you guys so much. <laughs> so excited to be here. And Joe, so humbled by your intro. Thank you. <laughs> can you see me blushing through the camera? I don't know if you can. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like perfect shades of like tan right there. <laughs> Welcome. So um, thanks so much for coming on. If you guys have been following us for a little bit, you'll know that this is our first official guest and we're super excited to obviously have it be Therese, but also the fact that we can do this now remotely is just like opening up a whole another level to like our beach fence experience. So you guys might be next, whoever you are listening. Um, So I'm going to start off with talking a little bit about why we decided to have her on the show. If you were listening last show, you heard that we talked about Easter and I was trying to get people pumped up for Easter because everybody's in one of those like slumber moods. And we talked about Lent. I probably butchered a few things, so I'm going to get Therese to talk a little bit about Lent. Why do we do it? What is it? What does it mean? And is it just for the Catholic people? Nice. Great, great starting point. Um, So it's really interesting because when you start talking about Lent, you instinctively want to kind of start with 
religion and start with Bible and start with all those kinds of references and say, you know, well, the easy answer is we do Lent because, uh, you know, it's the 40 days before Easter or, you know, Jesus fasted for 40 days and so we're fasting for 40 days. So really easy to make those sort of conclusions and, and use that as an explanation. Um, but one of the ways I've come to sort of explain Lent whenever anyone asks me or how I've personally come to understand Lent as well um, is it's really a preparation period. Okay, so it's it's this 40 days out of the year um, that you get the opportunity to um, self-reflect, you get the opportunity to self-examine, um, and it's all about preparation. And so it's like, okay, well, what are you preparing for? Um, really, it's spiritual preparation. So if you think about any other preparation you try to do in your life, mm -hmm. um, if you think about any other sort of period of self-examination, um, before New Year's, whenever we set sort of New Year's resolutions because we want to start off the year um, in a new tone or, or um, with sort of new habits or anything like that, we're preparing for that new start. Um, in the same way that 40 days before Easter is preparing for a new start. And so from a theology side, the new start is, you know, um, the resurrection of Christ and the defeat of death and what that means for us and that hope that that means for us and the new life or that new sort of saving grace that that gives us. Um, but we can't just inherit that being the people that we are. We have to sort of prepare for that, prepare to be what we need to be so that we can receive that grace. Um, and so really the, the short sort of way to understand that is a period of sort of self-cleansing, self-preparation, um, spiritual cleansing so that we can be in a place to receive that grace, right? Um, and then in terms of the symbolism, that's where we get the symbolism from, the symbolism of sort of the 40-day period. If you look at Old Testament, you have the 40-day period, uh, 40 days and 40 nights or 40 years um, where there's the roaming in the desert or in the New Testament where we have Jesus roaming for 40 days and 40 nights in mm -hmm. the desert. Um, and, and there's like a movie that we show kids that and you guys have yeah. probably seen like the Prince of Egypt, right? Is that the movie? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's Prince of Egypt. There's actually another one too. It's called the Ten Commandments. Mm -hmm. And the Ten Commandments goes a little bit further than Prince of Egypt because it actually shows that journey in the desert. And it kind of really shows like human condition and how when we go for so long without like the luxuries that we're used to, how we really become kind of like, you know, <laughs> crappy people essentially <laughs> right well that's interesting because we're all quarantined right now so all of our lux like luxuries like I'm sure we're very privileged for those of us that can stay home and everything like that but it, it goes to show you like you know you you get a lot more gratefulness from the, th the small things that you used to take for granted for sure right right I mean on the news they keep saying how you know so many more people are saying hi to each other Mm -hmm. more than before and then saying hi to each other and like meaning it so it, it, it's not just the luxuries the, the like the material luxuries it's also that that connection that we take for granted right that, that we take for granted so it's really interesting yeah absolutely uh, yeah so yeah that, that's kind of the easy way to think about it so what is lent lent is really it's it's a it's a 40-day period where you know christians who who uh celebrate and i can give you sort of the catholic perspective because i'm catholic um, it's all about preparation. How can we reflect during this time? How can we be introspective during this time? Um, how can we sort of get our get ourselves to be in that place where we can receive sort of the grace of, of Easter? So cool. So that's like almost what everybody goes through right before New Year's is this introspective right. like exactly. It's just we as Catholics. I'm Catholic, so we go through it right before Easter and 
and and leading up to it that's yeah and then why what's what's fasting have to do with it why are we encouraged to fast what does that mean um so so in terms of fasting when you fast from something you are abstaining from it you are sort of getting rid of it okay um and when you get rid of something it makes room for something else right Mm mm-hmm so, so that's the idea. The idea is, can you think about sort of where you're at in your life? Can you think about what's filling your life? What is filling your time? What is filling your emotion? What is filling your attention? Um, and then is there any room for God in that? Is there any room for spirituality in that? For most of us, the answer might be no. The answer might be, well, I've, I've spent all my energy and my emotion and my sort of focus on my on setting goals to eat better to exercise better to get more work done professionally to get more work done um you know you you know where I'm going with this yeah yeah but very rarely does our mind go to okay well what time am I gonna put in to develop spiritually or what time am I gonna put in to kind of recognize or find the ways that God is speaking to me in my life or is present in my life am I making that room for that right so when not only are we commemorating something like a huge event like Easter, which is sort of a really high moment for, for Christianity, um, it's also just to, to think about, okay, well, what is filling our time and what can we get rid of so that we can find ways and find time to fill, you know, our thoughts or um, our habits uh, to make space, to make space for, for what's coming. So so that that's the whole idea of fasting. It's really about um, mastering discipline, mastering like vigilance, right? And and really taking a hard look in the mirror. Yeah. And saying, you know? Yeah. No <laughs> kidding. Well, yeah. well and you don't have much, you, you can't really think about too much else when you're, when you're fasting too, right? Is that sort of, is that kind of the thing? Like, you know, you, you're, you're focused on kind of how hungry you are, which kind of takes away from all this, you know, stuff that's been clouding up your, judgment maybe yeah Yeah, absolutely and like food so so you bring up food and that's like a fantastic point because uh one of the things we know about you know the 40 days and 40 nights in the desert that jesus you know spends he doesn't have food what food or water those are essential essential for us right right you know like uh, you're not yourself when you're hungry kind of thing you know (laughs) angry (laughs) yeah you, you you can't focus you can't sort of be sort of at your best and you can't um, you know, you, you can't function emotionally or physically, intellectually or whatever. But it's like once all those things are sort of gone, what are we left with? Essentially, from a spiritual perspective, you're left with your ego, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And, and you're left with like, right. okay, now now I got to look at like what what am I what am I doing um, as a as a means of coping? What am I doing as a means of distraction? What is I, what am I doing as a means of sort of neglecting? Am I neglecting something? Um, so you really have to come face to face with those things when you force yourself and discipline yourself to get rid of a lot of other things. Yeah. And we, and we talk about ego quite often too, like just the, the two of us here and, and some of the things that we decided that we want to put ourselves through, like we've tried, we're trying to separate like, okay, this reaction was complete ego. Like that was not who you are that is just your there's been your, a lot of that lately <laughs> yeah, you're just feeding into your ego like that is it like you're starting this fight for a reason you just want to you know you just want to win but yeah is well that- and i said the other day that's because we've been feeling like that lately i had the idea i was like i should do a fast or something to snap out of this 
yeah like a 24 I'd, like I think my max will be 24 hours if a fast were to happen like I'm not like I don't know about 48 hours or even 40 days forget that type of thing um but yeah I think I think a lot of people don't realize like how much ego plays into their daily lives um and only because I've started reading or or I have been reading certain things about separating that and I remember in first year university when I learned this in psychology there's the ego the id and the I I was just I was completely lost I was not matured enough like in my head to be able to grasp those concepts like I did well in the course because I just put down what I learned but it was not it was not like you know I didn't conceptualize it in my mind so um, which is a very interesting point so now like Lent in itself like are we just talking about Christianity for like or are there other religions like I know that we and you are are a religion teacher so you teach world religions so I'm sure that there's some kind of fasting throughout different religions probably for this reason to let go of the ego yeah absolutely absolutely um it's it's that spiritual cleansing right it's that like can we can we sort of pull back the layers or pull back the veils on those things that are covering like what what is our true self what is our true connection what is our true relationship to ourselves to others and to transcendence so those are the big questions right um and so definitely like you you will see fasting in in a multitude of other um religions and so I, like I, I was thinking about it and um, in Christianity, we we have a set period, but you can see in other uh, in other faith traditions where fasting isn't just a set period like one time one one time in the year. It's mm-hmm. a consistent thing. It's a daily thing. Even um, if you take a look at Buddhism, Buddhism has the five precepts. For monks, it's ten precepts, and that's essentially a list of like five or ten things that if you are Buddhist, you want to try and abstain from. Abstain from you know talking bad about somebody or abstain from alcohol. Um, and, and that's essentially a type of fasting. That's essentially something that is recognized to sort of cloud um, the true self, something that, you know, they consider to cause suffering. And so it's a daily fasting of those things. It's not just a 40 day period. Um, another example is uh, uh, in Judaism. So Judy, Hold on. Judaism- Can I, I'm going to interrupt for one yeah. second, because I yeah. remember in world religions, this was grade 11 for for those of us, half of my Facebook people are probably like Catholic because you went to school with me. So like, I don't know if you remember, but it, I think we had to take this course at world religions. I'm pretty sure. Anyways, Buddhism was my favorite, favorite unit in that course and I'm not sure like why I was just so drawn to it but like that's the first one you ended up talking about so I think that's pretty cool like it just Joe Joe, I'm so glad you said that because our students experience is usually the same most of our students enjoy Buddhism the most have the most sort of enthusiasm towards Buddhism yeah I I don't know I don't know what it is I don't know if it's because we color mandalas or (laughs) (laughs) I don't know but you know, it's uh, that that's that's what I hear from students as well. But it, it's it's amazing to draw the connections, right? We sometimes take for granted these these elements because we're sort of born into the Catholic tradition. Mm-hmm. So we might not see them in the same way because we're born into it. And then whenever we look at a different faith like Buddhism, and we say, oh well, this is really cool. Buddhism has this, or Buddhism has that. You know, there's connotations of it in our own tradition as well. But because we're born into it, we kind of take it for granted. Right. And I and like I know Talon was like baptized, but I wouldn't say that he took world religions. I, he didn't go to a Catholic high school, but he talks about Buddhism often, don't oh, you? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. He When he talks about like retreating, like instead of going yeah. on like a Euro trip 
for introspective. He's like, no, no, I'm going to go to the Himalayas and I'm going to become a Buddha. <laughs> like that's his thing. I remember, I remember there was a test question um, or maybe it was an exam question in the grade 11 course that said, if you had to switch religions, which right. one now learning all of them, which one would you switch to why and give me like three points? Like it was like an essay question type thing. But it's so interesting that I remember that, that it's like Buddhism is what I would want. Like if I had to switch, like that's that's the path I'm going, I'm going right. down. <laughs> Sidebar, actually. So when I took like a world's religions course at a university level, I met this girl because it was like a class of like a thousand students. It was a huge lecture and then we were divided into tutorials. Mm -hmm. So this one girl happened to be in my tutorial and tell me how for each unit that we learned, each world religion that we learned, this girl practiced that religion for the duration of that um, <laughs> that unit because she thought it would give her good luck when doing the subsequent test. And I, like, looking back at it now, it's like I could appreciate that now, right? Like it's so we're we're talking about dialogue and sort of being you know tolerant and accepting and rever like reverent of different mm -hmm. like, faiths. So I could only really appreciate that now, <laughs> looking back. So, so I don't know, and I probably butchered it because that when we talked about it last time, but which religion is it that they like take like every hour or every like, I don't know, four or six times a day, they stop whatever they're doing and they pray to like, I think it's the East or West or, or which, do you remember? Do you Islam, know? Islam. Islam. Five times a day. Five, five times a day. Five times a day. And so it's interesting because I also talked um, at an earlier podcast about one of the mentors that I had in my life and it really kind of like she drew focused the fact that Islam causes you to stop exactly what you're doing five times a day and just be introspective and just think about what you're feeling, what's going through your mind. And it's Absolutely. it's an interesting thought because I don't think most people, like even if you're Catholic, even if you're Buddhist, if whatever, whatever you practice, I don't, it, it's a cool system where you have to stop and you just have to, you have to reflect right in that moment. I think that's that's pretty cool because I don't think enough people do that. Even I catch myself now, like I, I come up with an emotion and then I'm like, why? But why am I feeling this way? Why am I upset? Why am I getting angry at this? It's just, it, that's the ego thing. You know what I mean? Right. So I think that helps dissolve a lot of the ego and not that the ego is the worst thing because it's a protective force. But in terms of like maybe becoming more spiritual or becoming more whole um, and being more compassionate to people, it's it's not the best thing either. And that's what we need, I think, in this time now um, is, is more compassion to everybody, I think, because some people are going cray cray being locked up in the house all the time. Yeah, I mean, it kind of ties into kind of what you were saying about Talon and wanting to kind of retreat and his idea of retreat being sort of going to the Himalayans or whatever, right? Like the idea is you're stopping, you're stopping what you're regularly doing. You are retreating or going away somewhere where you can kind of get away from the noise. Yeah. Away, away from the habits, just like, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. right. Right. It, it, it's a form of fasting. You're, you're, you're removing yourself from sort of a regular environment that you would find yourself in so that you can find that space where you can reflect in a way that maybe your regular habits or your regular environment won't allow you to right right and now when we talk about fasting we're talking often about like taking away but could fasting also be like giving in so maybe oh. like i don't know when i taught religion i would always like talk about maybe you're volunteering an extra two or three hours this week and every week throughout the the fast for um anything that you want in your community whether it's a retirement home whether it's a food bank whatever it is could that also be a good alternative 
I would, I would say absolutely. Like if you want to think about fasting in the simple terms of, okay, well, we're getting rid of things so we can make space for something else. Mm -hmm. Then for everything that you're taking out, what are you going to put in its place? Um, I just have this thing. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it was something that was put out by Pope Francis. And it says, you know, like, do you, uh, do you want to fast this Lent? And he kind of gives examples and he goes fast from hurting words and, uh, and say kind words instead fast from sadness and be filled with gratitude instead mm-hmm. fast from anger and be filled with patience instead right so it's it's that idea of okay well if we're going to get rid of something like hurting someone or saying mean things about someone that's making space in our lives for us to be more intentional and compassionate towards other people right and maybe more intentionally like well how can i intentionally reach out to people then right right like that's a and it's a good point and like I know that there's plenty of people listening out there that maybe aren't Catholic and I and I don't want to be like you need to switch your religion like that's not what we're talking about here it's it's the compassion and the the feelings that we have for one another and being more accepting and anything that is coming from the heart is probably good for all like I mean those words Absolutely. that Pope Francis did say like have more gratitude fast from hurting words like those are all things that I'm sure every religion practices in a different way or in a different yeah I like I like that I like the idea of putting something back in because normally you'd go you'd fast from something and then and then you'd stop and and everything just kind of creeps back in right Mm -hmm. yeah and and that that leaves the space for you to not just get rid of something for 40 days just to sort of resume doing it again after the whole you know uh sort of season is done but exactly what you just said you're replacing it with something else that hopefully is better and sort of more fruitful and and kind of is something that can continue in place of that thing you were trying to get rid of mm-hmm. yeah and it's it's funny cuz easter time is the like springtime where you see like the rebirth in plants and you see like trees coming to life and you see all these things and it's like you're supposed to be doing the same thing mating season rebirth (laughs) season (laughs) right like am i am i wrong yeah no you're right you're right (laughs) so it's funny that that's paralleled because you know we don't we don't focus on like the spring or rebirth in when new year's happens like i think we just made up that calendar i'm like don't quote me on this because again i'm i'm all about you need to fact check me because apparently I just, it's all hearsay for Joanna. That's why we're going to get experts on the show to, to, to talk to us about this. I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a real bad guy on this show, eh? <laughs> yeah. It was Talon that was telling me like, oh, you're just, you're just saying that you don't even know the facts. <laughs> so, <laughs> I got I to keep this, I got to keep this podcast in check here. <laughs> which is good, which is good, but I can't fact check. Well, quality check. control, right? Quality yeah, control. that's it. Quality control. <laughs> yeah. Hey, whose side are you on here? <laughs> Um, so the next interesting point is most people will fast from like chocolate or junk food during lent um i know a lot of my friends were some of them were giving up bread some of them were adding some extra volunteer hours or whatnot um but i i don't think people had the grit and the balls to do what you did this lent and i'd love for you to tell everybody what you gave up Okay, so so one thing I will say is like the whole idea of the, the other thing about sort of the tradition of giving things up, like whether it be chocolate or, or whatnot. Um, I don't know. So, so um, that's also something that developed culturally as well. So different cultures also have different traditions of fasting that they mm-hmm. adhere by. So so my sort of family in particular were Lebanese. And so throughout the whole season of Lent, every Wednesday and Friday, we abstain from eating meat. Um 
Okay. During, yeah. During, yeah. So during Holy Week, for the whole week, we don't eat meat. Um, other tradition, other cultures, for the whole forty days, they're not eating any bread or any any meat um, until like you know noon, and then they break their fast at noon. So there's so many different, you know. Um, there's also a cultural mm-hmm. manifestation element to mm-hmm. it. Um, so what I ended up giving up, actually. Um, I gave up social media. <laughs> nice. Okay, guys, I don't, know, I don't know if you heard that right. She gave up social media and like she's still giving it up after being told to quarantine. Like, I don't know, like how many people, first of all, told you that you probably weren't going to do this through the, the first season? And then how many people told you you couldn't do it during quarantine because I mean it's hard like that's how we're trying to connect through social media that's Instagram and Facebook and what else what else is it for you uh, yeah Instagram Facebook uh Twitter um like I don't use Snapchat but let's say like if I use Snapchat it would have been Snapchat TikTok um yeah I was trying to I was trying to like try, <laughs> I was trying to show her some videos and she's like oh no no like after Lent and I was like oh 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 right okay <laughs> you know awesome. it's, it's so funny because whenever I first made that decision um I made it you know the the decision was sort of twofold first and foremost yeah it was a perfect opportunity with with sort of the Lent season um but I, like actually um, that moment that I made that decision was really a moment of me realizing, all right, you're avoiding something, you've been avoiding something for the last little while, and you're spending way too much time on social media. And I kind of just... And sorry to interrupt, but like that takes a lot of introspection. Like people don't... Re- like, I don't think people sit back enough to even understand that like they're trying to avoid something. You know what I mean? Like they're just... Yeah. They just go about doing whatever they do because that's what they do. They don't realize why they do that thing and they never think about why they do that thing. Right. So that's a cool thought in itself that you were able to kind of get that and, and do that. I think that's like kudos to you because I don't know if I would have done that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I kind of just, I made the decision. I said, okay, well, you know, I have a lot of people who still communicate with me through Instagram or, or whatnot. So let me just put a message out there and let everyone know, okay, I'm falling off the grid for the next 40 days. Um, you know, I saw that later. Right. So you saw that now what, what you might not know. Yeah. What you might not know is that as soon as I posted that, I deleted the app right away. I was like, I cannot stay on today to hear what people have to say to me. I cannot stay on to see who saw it, who didn't. Good idea. the app right away. Good idea. Oh man. Okay. So like for me, like, like that takes a lot of like First that's of all, awesome. That's how you have to do that, it. No, that's my that's that's my no, style. I get it, but look, like first of all, it takes a lot of balls to give up social media. Like I don't know if I could do that. Secondly, it takes like that much more balls to give it up, and then just like as soon as you post it, like you can't even hear people's responses or being like, okay, well now that I can't communicate with you, what's your number? Like because that's just, good. That's how you have to do. You just I, get sucked. You'll just get sucked right back into it, right? I know, but you're like so so talent, Trez. I like Talon is like a hundred percent or nothing type of person. Like I am the type that like, you know, what's her feet and like, you know, then what's her knees. And then like, you know, slowly starts getting into the pool where he's just like a cannonball right in there. Probably somewhere in between is the right spot. (laughs) And so it's just like, it's, it's crazy. Like you two are crazy. (laughs) I I feel like it it depends on the endeavor. So in some endeavors, I am that sort of zero to a hundred. And then in others, I am that sort of, you know, like (laughs) dabbling. Yeah. 
So with this, with this in particular, though, I just knew that it was kind of like what Talon said. I, I, I could, I could hear him say this. It's more so that if I was to stay on for that day and to see what people had to say about it or anything like that, then I wasn't doing it for me. I was doing it to get the re- like to, I was doing it to find out what the reaction of me doing it would be. Right. And I'd be waiting for that reaction. Can you guys hear it? Like, I don't know if you understand. <laughs> this girl's on another level. Like. <laughs> Like, are you going to the Himalayas soon? Like, <laughs> so I'll, I'll tell you this before we end. Not Himalayas, but there's actually something I've been dying to try, and I think I, I think I, I've sort of put the steps in place. Like, this is not something I can go zero to a hundred. This is something I could sort of like, you know, uh, build up to. But um, mm. it's actually it's a silent retreat. So for five days, you go away to this. It's not the Himalayas, but it's some sort of you know mountain retreat. And you cannot talk for five days. No way. For five days straight, you, you cannot talk. I had I had one of the my coworkers do that, and like so. First of all, he wasn't the super social type, so I didn't think he'd have like that many issues. Like I don't know if I could do it to be honest. Like I might. I'm an extroverted person. I regain energy in social situations. You know because I try and get us together all the time with our teacher friends, and I'm just like, we need Absolutely. to get together now, now. <laughs> i would love to try something like that i I think you'd get a lot of out of it like to be honest like talk to therese after she'll tell you where to sign up i guess honestly i had had a priest tell me about it but he said it's not denominational it's not like it's not a specifically sort of catholic retreat or anything like that but it's just a human retreat and like shit you can't talk for five days (laughs) like if you're not talking like think about like the ultimate like you're giving up communication and if you're not talking to anyone else what is there left you know but right right. navigate that silence in a really remarkable way and and a lot of people come away from it thinking like holy i got so much out of it because i had no choice but to to shut up and and listen to what's around me right yeah but it's it's an interesting point though because they they do say in a whole bunch of books like if you read about like psycho cybernetics like um when when friends and influence people all of them talk about like body language is 70 percent of the communication anyways so maybe you're communicating through like speaking for 30 percent but it, your body language takes over majority mm, of it. So right. I don't think you'll stop communicating. I just think it'll be, right. I yeah, think that, you'll just be more in tune with that 70% and right. it'll increase it to like maybe 90 or 95. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, it could be getting you in touch with a whole nother side of you. Yeah, like, the, and so you can even, like, like I, I go back to my mentor because she, she talked about this all the time, but when people start sweating or you see like people start having like certain redness in their face you notice that your actions or your words are creating an impact on them and you like pick up like I can't even snap with my there you go pick up on them right away <laughs> on them right away as opposed to now maybe you don't you're not as um emotionally intact yeah, with that yeah, kind of feeling yeah. you know what I mean so I think you get to have like that much more it's like if you were to have a blindfold over your face for five days like how much more your sensory nerves would right, would right. grow stronger so i think that's a really cool experience for sure so like, therese you're thinking of doing this definitely the only reason why i haven't done it yet is because i've been working summer school and right. it's the first week of july or Ooh. the second week of july so usually that's when we're sort of full swing in summer school and, you know, like Joe and summer I are in the situation. Be, where... right. <laughs> summer school will be around next year too, man. Like summer yeah. school is not even going to happen. It's going to be all, you know what? 
in fact, I would probably recommend that you don't do summer school because first of all, summer school is you have to teach the whole course for the whole day for six hours and then you only have like three and a half weeks to do it and then you have the exams. So, I mean, like, do you really want to put yourself through that? Or I, I would recommend doing more personal growth and development during this time because that's yeah. a whole other teaching bag of worms that, you know, I don't know. I Definitely. wouldn't want to open. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. I couldn't agree more. I'm hoping. I mean, this year, I guess it's a write-off because of COVID as well, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. It's all going to be online and stuff like that. Okay. So bringing it back to the fasting of social media, um, because that's yes. crazy in itself. So how, like, why did you choose? To, so you talked a little bit why you chose to do this. Um, how are you finding it now that we're almost at the end of it? So looking back at the beginning of the journey, I was super upset because very quickly I realized just how much people share on social media first before anywhere else. Mm. For example, my uh, boyfriend's sister broke her arm <gasps> and I didn't find out until about a week later. And she was pissed at me. She's like, how could you not call me? How could you not check up on me? Like, what are you talking about? Like, I didn't know. She's like, well, I posted it on Instagram. And I said, girl, I don't have Instagram right now. I decided to come off of it. And she's like, oh, you're right. And then that, that conversation happened, right? So right, at yeah. first I was feeling like I was, I, I was missing out on a lot of things. And I was, I was missing out on a lot of things, a lot of news, a lot of like what's happening, what are people doing? Um, often feeling like I want to share what I'm doing. So the struggle was real at the, at the beginning to kind of like be connected with everyone and, and not just to share what I'm doing, but to see what everyone else is right. doing. For sure, and how, for sure. How long was that? Like, how long did you feel that, like, struggle? Like, was it just a week? Was it two? Was it three? So so the particular struggle doesn't completely go away because my sister and my mom are both working from home, obviously, with what's happening, and they're always on Instagram. So I hear, I can hear, like, this story, this reaction, this thing, and this, that, and, oh, my God, did you see what this girl did today? And so <laughs> I find myself like, oh, oh. What was it? What, like, what, what are you guys looking at? You know what I mean? So it doesn't completely go away. And then the other part of it is I, I find like, even till now, I, I'm like almost the full 40 days. Like I will have moments guys where I pick up my phone still to open the app and only to remember and realize that the app's not there. And so yeah. I have to put my phone back down. Yeah, and that's that, crazy. That hasn't, gone, that hasn't gone away. That's crazy. And yeah. So, yeah. Like we, we, don't realize how sort of tuned we are to kind of just like okay we have a like a, a moment or a break where we're not doing anything and so instinctively I wanted to fill that downtime with just numbing my brain by just scrolling through Instagram or through or scrolling through through whatever right yeah or like it's, it's really an addiction though we talk about this all the time how like we're addicted to like opening that app, Instagram app that Facebook app the TikTok app like whatever it is it's like okay what's 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 happening like I need to be in the know type thing like it's yeah. it's crazy yeah i think that whenever i first started sort of the the fasting of social media i had started it with sort of thinking that okay i, I didn't i didn't think i was necessarily addicted to wanting to know what everyone was doing but i was addicted to avoiding what i was trying to avoid by wasting time on instagram or on mm, facebook right so right. i knew that that's what i was doing i was I, I don't know if you want to call it like an addiction or if you want to call it like a coping mechanism it wasn't a healthy one mm -hmm. that's all i knew that whatever i was doing whatever i was avoiding i'm filling my downtime where i could be doing something else more productive i am instead filling it with something that's very 
unproductive and also something that's emotionally and mentally like draining me. Right. So I, I had to come to grips with that really quickly. And, and so the only way to do it was just to delete the app completely and, and um, to sort of try it and manage it. But I hope you saved of- your passwords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no you know what i don't remember any passwords ever i've had five you know joe i've had five concussions so i don't remember anything um luckily like our iphones remember everything <laughs> talon's probably wait a minute what no 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 he's, that's, he's that's super pro- forgetful that's probably why my memory's so bad <laughs> yeah yeah but um yeah, the the like that missing out element, I don't feel it anymore, which I'm kind of happy to report, you know, like yeah. that, that feeling goes away, that feeling of like feeling like I need to, you know, I need to be in the know or I need to share that has gone away. Although, I mean, okay, I'll be completely honest, like my birthday is on Monday. So I almost am like, curious to kind of jump back on and see like, are people going to message me or anything like that, right? So that that feelings there a little bit. Right. Um, yeah, because... Facebook does that for us. It tells us when people's birthdays are. You know what I mean? Like, like we're so bad. Like, I'm so bad too. Like, with memories of birthdays, like the worst. I didn't even remember one of my best friend's birthdays in university, and I got the most flack for it. But it was just, it was not one of those things that my mind just wanted to remember. Friends, I forget my parents' birthdays half the time. (laughs) Oh man, well, (laughs) like you're a different story all in itself. So you're just forgetful. (laughs) Yeah, you're just. (laughs) different story all in itself about forgetfulness but like (laughs) I'm telling you man like it's 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 a funny feeling because like you you go to it all the time so I know we don't talk about it as like addictions or like you didn't refer to it as that much what were you avoiding what were you trying to avoid then by not being on socials I I so what I was originally avoiding um, and so was sort of spending t- so much time on socials was like all these tasks that needed to be done that I felt so like sort what? of like what I don't, I don't know how to explain it so two give me two I'll give you two of them so first the the one task that's over like constantly looming in the back of my mind is definitely the thesis so mm-hmm. this master's thesis I've been working on since like 2018 is like con- because of the fact I haven't been able to finish it and that's sort of a whole other sort of conversation I was, you know, it's always in the back of my mind. And so it's always something that when I have downtime, if I'm not working on it, I'm very hard on myself for it. Um, But at the same time, in a really paradoxical way, (laughs) I don't want to start that task because I'm scared to mess up that task and finish it. Right. And so I would avoid it completely. So if I had downtime, I'm avoiding it. I'm kind of procrastinating and I'm on social media or at the time I was newly hired in the, in the contract that I was in teaching contract. And I was left with a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of work, um, that I had to, that I had to overcome. And I overcome it. Like I, I completed all that work very quickly, but there was still, you know, the planning ahead, the things that I knew I needed to do to get organized mm-hmm. that I felt like I, I couldn't choose. Do I take the time to, um, get ahead in the professional realm or do I take the time to research and, 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 and write while I'm working? And as right. a result, I did neither one, I just wasted time. <laughs> Cause it's kind of this like, okay, well, if I do this one really well, you feel like, you know, this one suffers. And then if you right. do this one really well, you know, this one suffers. So if you're kind exactly. of like in between, it's like all gravy type thing. Joe, like I couldn't, I couldn't have said it any better. 
and it's it's crazy how so a lot of people are probably dealing with this too because I myself have have like seen or like heard myself say like okay don't post this don't do that don't do this type thing because you want it to be perfect like same with these like podcasts like we want them to be amazing and awesome and I'm just like no I don't care if like the zoom is lagging like we're doing it anyways because we just need to do it and then and the reason why we don't want to do it is the reason we have to do it and so I'm trying to drive that point home more into myself and as we continue on into our own like little professional journeys like that's what we I find every time that we do something that we don't want to do we're building that muscle that much stronger of like overcoming these like things that we say which is just our ego wanting to do what it wants to do go on social media all the time and like just waste time and everything yeah yeah and and the other thing I'll say is like in terms of how it's been kind of working out um I'm also I'm almost glad I made the decision that I did because of sort of um the way that news circulates on on social media and everything like that with what's happening right now with Mm -hmm. COVID-19 and everything like that um, I have a lot of friends right now who in this sort of last week of, of my fast have reached out to say, you know, I'm really happy for you that you're, you know, that you're not, that you're not on social media. You're so lucky because all the stuff that's circulating right now is so negative. So I feel like it, the timing worked out for me to not be online to see this kind of negative stuff has really also helped. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, you can be overcome with all the negative news all the time, just like washing in your, like all the time like I feel like my mom is on the news sorry mom again but you're on the news all the time and I feel like it's just and she probably doesn't get affected by it because she's playing in the background but like other people when they're hearing it all the time it's just like that becomes their emotion like that fear and scarcity and like that becomes who they are in that moment and then it translates into everything that they do for the day so in a way it could be good like I know that I've I'm following some channels that are super positive and they're trying to put like good light out there for what's happening and they're trying to show the stats of people that have recovered and all this wonderful stuff and people that are making masks for uh, the frontline workers which is great Um, but yeah like you just you almost have to tailor like where your attention goes so I think it's very smart that you chose to give it up during Lent and in the midst of all this like how are you feeling that it's like you're quarantined like, did I already ask you this? I don't know if I asked you this, but like you're locked down. You can't go outside. Like you have. Probably your... makes it easier in a way, no? Well, I almost would, would like, I almost would think that you'd want to go on socials more now because you have the more time to do it. Yeah, but nobody else. Yeah, I guess maybe. Yeah. So like I like I've been I'm telling you to go on TikTok all the time because there's all these hilarious videos and like it's like the I don't know like you know how Instagram is a little bit like tailored everybody has those like right. perfect shots and stuff like that yeah TikTok is not like that <laughs> like yeah, it's like yeah. it's more funny and stuff so when you come out of this lenting fasting season like I'm sure you'll give yourself a little bit more of a schedule more regimen than than I was when I started because you can get like really addicted really quickly as soon as you start finding videos that you like TikTok shows you more of those videos and so right. you're, just, you're scrolling for like an hour, hour and a half. And all by the time you realize you're like, oh, I'm only on for like an hour from like nine o'clock, 10 o'clock. When you look up, it's like 1230 in the morning. And you're just like, what? Oh, where did, yeah, where did the brutal. time go? Yeah. yeah. Where did it go? Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know what? Um, the, the hard part, too, has been all these challenges that are going on. 
you know so do you feel like disconnected at all like is that like from disconnection from social yeah like uh, because I wasn't on social media platforms I didn't know that there was all these like challenges going on like soccer challenge and like you know dance challenges and stuff like that and those look like so much fun right so now because my friends became like my tight group of friends who I sort of always in contact with because they knew sort of you know that I had decided to come offline they still would kind of keep me in the loop Mm -hmm. they would still reach out and make that extra effort to be like hey T like this is going on right now or or whatever um and so that was that was kind of that was that was nice in a sense but I I did feel like I was kind of missing out um but on the other side of it in terms of of sort of being quarantined I think it's I, I like the, the way I, it has been easier. I have to say it has been easier. Like I, I know everyone's sort of um, craving that sort of connection, mm-hmm. but even even like just watching what other people are doing or just like sort of blindly taking in like media on, on Instagram isn't isn't that same connection. You know what I mean? No. So it's been more of a challenge like, for people to reach out and actually FaceTime this like this 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 conversation like you know what i mean like we're this for me is more meaningful and this quarantine has given more more room for those kinds of conversations to happen with my friends and you know um to to actually make the time to talk on the phone not just text people to facetime yeah. and see each other and 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 so yeah so I, I didn't really feel like i was missing out too much from that perspective because it just made made us use sort of you know phone calls and 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 facetime a little bit more yeah but and like I, yeah sorry go no I'm just saying like <laughs> and so I hope like people are finding value in this too that might be tuning in or listening afterwards that um you know they're they're realizing like hey maybe my socials are eating up at like the reason why I don't want to self-reflect or I'm feeling this way and then I immediately turn to social media like hey maybe I need to take a step back maybe I I want to self-reflect but they just didn't realize that that feeling was there and they couldn't put it into perspective the way the same way that you could and I mean it takes a lot of guts to do that in the first place so kudos to you because I don't know if I could give up socials for a whole (laughs) 40 days and 40 nights like that is that's intense that's yeah um I will I will say though um now coming to the end of it I've made sort of two two insights I I kind of have come to yeah tell us tell us yeah so so the first is kind of definitely what you said like once I would come to pick up my phone and the app isn't there anymore Mm -hmm. I'm kind of left to confront myself and to say okay well I have nothing else to fill this time with so let me let me do something productive I've I left myself no choice but Mm -hmm. to do something productive um I downloaded a different app um it's called elevate and it's like a brain training app and mm-hmm. so what I found was by taking out social media, something like Instagram and Twitter, if I was still craving sort of that movement to my phone and I had like maybe like, you know, 15 minutes for a mental break, I would jump on that app instead. And so for 15 minutes, instead of just like aimlessly scrolling through social media, I was instead doing sort of brain training activities. So for me, in my mind, it was kind of like, okay, well, this is a good sort of replacement for, for sure. now if, yeah. if I'm finding myself kind of like attuned to it. Now that insight led me to another one where I kind of feel like my fasting didn't go far enough and something I want to continue after Easter. Just Mm. because I deleted my social media doesn't mean that my screen time went down. Ah, that's That's interesting. 
Yeah. So and just- and by the way, people, Elevate is not sponsoring this. No. Podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. We gotta make that. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> but yeah, that that was another thing that I realized. I think at first before. Mm-hmm. Um, before I, the, my screen time probably dropped a little bit because I wasn't replacing my, my screen time with anything else. So this is not to say that, you know, we have to just be completely off our phones completely, mm-hmm. right? Like there has to be sort of a middle ground. Um, so yeah, so my screen time hasn't gone down significantly. And I don't think that that was originally what I was trying to work on anyways. It was more so just making sure that I wasn't falling into the habit of, um, being so sort of like succumbed or overwhelmed by what I was seeing or what I was putting out. Right. Um, so yeah, the next step for me though, is definitely now to work on the screen time. Right. Right. Cause so do you think like screen time contributes to like, so I've seen studies. So, and this is why I'm asking because we see it all the time as teachers, like screen time increases social anxiety and all that kind of stuff. Do you feel like screen time does that for you? I think it depends. It depends on the screen time. And that's what this has taught me. If my screen time is predominantly made up of Instagram and Facebook and sort of being um, sort of just only uh, concerned with what other people are doing and what I'm doing or not doing, I mm-hmm. think that mm-hmm. tends to, to sort of provoke anxiety. Or if I'm just reading really negative things or I'm seeing, you know, body image that's challenging my own body image or you know, things like that, then yeah, I, I think that that ty- type of screen time can can be detrimental, can be hurtful, can provoke anxiety. But if you are, from a different perspective, using your screen time in different ways, like brain training or or for email or for watching documentaries or, mm-hmm. you know, it's I think that that's a different type of screen it, time. It's more informative. As, right. As opposed to just like trying to shut your brain off and like Okay, now you're like feeding this info, like all this information that's coming in. You're just allowing it to like soak into your brain. Yeah, yeah. like you feel good after you watch a documentary, but after exactly. three hours of of TikTok, you're like lost. You're z- like zonked. I remember that when we first got TikTok, like Talon told me to like download TikTok, like do this, do that, and I was just like, oh, I don't really want to, but Gary Vee says we have to, so I guess I'll try it type thing, like for our business and stuff like that, right? Like I initially did it for the business to just see what right. it was all about, but then it turned into like, like so I do it for my kids now because most of them are teenagers and they're young and they're on it, and so I started to get an idea of like where their brains were going with it. And that was crazy in itself because some of those dances, I'm just like, oh my God, but (laughs) (laughs) completely different from what we would experience when we were in high school. And then, but you start scrolling through these videos and it's just like one after another, but, and they're so interesting because all these different people, like some are comedy, some are just really funny. Some are just like weird things. And like, yeah, like I'm telling you, like, so hopefully when you get off this fast, because I like have like a list of things that I have to share with you <laughs> that I want you to see. one day to get through everything that Joe has ready for me. <laughs> yeah. Like I have like a saved list here and I'm just like, you need to see this. <laughs> you need to see this. I'm not going to send it to you cause I'm going to wait so that, but it's, it, it's true. It's like, it becomes so addictive. But then when you get on there for three hours, you're just like, when you get off, you're just like, Oh my God, who am I? Where am I? What am I doing? What am I doing with my life? Like yeah. it's just kind of like, it takes over. It's awful. Yeah. And so 
I don't know, this social media fast thing, I think it's like, it's a cool idea. And like, just to piggyback on your idea of doing it for Lent, I remember telling the girl, like I did a phys ed girls class like two years ago um, at one of the high schools I was at. And I made them put their phones in this tub when a police officer came in to do a presentation and they flipped out, like flipped the F out. Like they were just like, oh my God, miss, no, it's like a part of my body. And I'm like, that's exactly why you should put it in the bin. Like it's an hour, you'll be okay. And then I was like, you know what, if you're feeling this way, maybe you should have it taken away from you for a weekend because this is, this is not good behavior. This is what contributes to later like addictions that are like heavier and like, I don't know, like all this other stuff. So it's, it's, it's kind of like a, I don't know, like social media is really great when you're, when you have structured social media and when you choose what you're watching. And, and that's the thing. It's all about intentionality. And I think that that's something that we take for granted. Are we being intentional with how we're using social mm-hmm. media, with what we're using it for, um, what we're even looking at? Like, you know, choosing, being very selective of who you follow and who you choose not to follow so that, you know, you're being, you're in charge of what you're looking at and not looking at. You know what I mean? So yeah. for, me, it's, for me, it's intentionality. Like um, we can sometimes get into this, sort of subconscious sort of activity whenever we're just mm-hmm. mindlessly. Um, so it's all about kind of being mindful. And I'm sure you, I, I think, guess you guys have probably talked about this before too, about mindfulness and, and you know, I mean, like, yeah. just, are you, are you choosing or are you just strapped into a ride? Right. Or is exactly. it a habit, right? Are you choosing yeah. or is it a habit because you consciously have to choose or is it, yeah, exactly. Like a, a pattern, a pattern of, of what you're trying to like do which is essentially not always the best thing for you. So I think it's really cool. So like fun question, how many people thought you'd quit this before quarantine? Who thought I quit? What do you mean? Like giving up social media. Like how many people were like, oh, like now we're in quarantine, Therese. Like you need to, like you just need to like. like, Actually, I I don't know. I like, I I don't think anybody, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't around to to find out disciplined that's why people just know like I don't know okay so I didn't tell you guys this at the beginning but she okay so one of the schools we taught at together is Ambrosic and I mean Ambrosic is an awesome school it is not known for its super athletic abilities this girl brought the soccer team to the championships in OFSA so if you don't know what that is like that's a big freaking deal like you don't (laughs) (laughs) you don't do that on like weekend practice or once a week or twice a week like you get the mindset set into the the soccer team from the beginning then you build it every single day and then you get them out to practice and then you get them to still watch the tapes you watch youtube videos you set out plays like this is like insane stuff like I'm, these are not not natural talented individuals. Like you need to really force you know, that, that talent. The, it's interesting you say that because with these boys, like they were, they 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 were very skilled, but they weren't disciplined and they didn't have heart. For as mm-hmm. skilled as they were, they didn't have the heart. And so it's funny because I, I now I have to be nostalgic on my own. I don't have Instagram to remind me of my memories. <laughs> so actually like around this time uh, like earlier like by the end of february the boys were training outside in the snow before the track team was and i remember that that was something i was like yep this is like i'm on i'm on track but yeah yeah, and and the amount of like people and teachers that were kind of like oh you're gonna fail like why are you even bothering type of thing was just like it was crazy to me because 
like they've seen it in the past and maybe, you know, nobody could bring it out of them, but you did because you have that discipline and commitment and it takes, it takes so much. So for me to even say like, oh, like who told you you weren't going to do this? I'm pretty sure not very many people said that you wouldn't like keep up the fast because they just knew like if you could trade and if if they did I wasn't on social media to see it (laughs) (laughs) very true very true honestly like I am I cannot be happier that you are our first guest like on our like podcast like I'm so thankful and I'm so grateful I'm so happy and like this was amazing and I feel like I want to do like I I'm gonna have a follow-up conversation and I'm going to have a follow-up interview and like, I hope you're up for it type thing. Oh, I sure. hope everybody on the Beach Friends podcast that's watching really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for coming on. Do you have anything that you want to finish off with? Like, is there any finishing thoughts, anything that maybe I didn't ask that you want to like put out into the world? Maybe somebody's watching that is like hearing this and they're like, they're really vibing with it. And they're like, yes, man, like this girl like is what I need in my life right now. Like, tell them more just tell them where they can find you yeah and tell them some closing (laughs) thoughts you know so um just two days ago one of my closest friends said to me guys someone help me I'm having so much anxiety with this social media I need to get off and I just said to her I said just do it just delete it delete the app already and she's like but I don't know like I I feel this anxiety towards deleting the app and I said well maybe that's a sign that you really need to Mm -hmm. and so I think that it's not just about Easter, just the same way it's not just about um, starting at the beginning of the year. I think all t- all the time we have to continuously self-reflect, self-examine, and and find ways to better ourselves. And for me, it was getting off social media for a while so that I could sort of, you know, pull back the veils on everything that was sort of distracting me, kind of sift through the white noise so that I can find some grounding. And um, so for anyone who's thinking about doing this, it's really not that bad. (laughs) You will survive and you will get something out of it. And when you come out on the other side, (laughs) yeah, and like when you come out on the other side of it, like my work's not done. Like I'm still going to continue to work on being better with social media and being more intentional. So Mm -hmm. the journey never ends. Absolutely. Honestly, like, like this is, this is great information. Like, I don't know. I probably still don't have the balls to do it to like completely delete it but I will like limit my time that's like for sure like limit my time and I've already started doing that because I've noticed it's been taking over so much and you don't want that feeling you already feel like cooped up and there's already anxiety with that like why would you want to give yourself some more so maybe limit your time create a schedule that's healthy that's purposeful that makes you feel inspired that makes you feel accomplished in the day without social media you know like we use it to connect and stuff like that but that's all fine and dandy we'll use it again after so like amazing I honestly couldn't have asked for a better person to talk to you like I hope you guys found so much value from this like Therese is amazing like for sure we're having her back so I hope you agree because I already just told everybody we're having you thanks for coming Therese that was great guys thank you so much for having me and thank you guys for creating this platform and and for talking about all the things that you do it matters so good job and thank you I'm so honored I'm so honored well we'll hang out soon after after we're not locked up (laughs) we'll go we'll go to one of our our favorite places and we'll just shoot the stuff and it'll be good um 
yeah, so I know that because usually we we stay on for an hour, guys. We have been over an hour, so I just wanted to let you guys know thank you for sticking with us. You guys have been awesome. If you have any questions, comments, if you want to connect with Therese on a personal level, she'll probably have her social media back up later um, after Lent, so you can absolutely do that. Um, questions, comments below. Uh, subscribe because Talon always tells me to click the subscribe button. I'm but- bringing the music back in. <laughs> He's cutting me off. He's cutting me off. You have been listening to the Beach Fence Podcast with Joanna, Talon, and our special guest, Shiraz. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. And we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow's another special guest. Okay, how do we get out of here now? I don't know. Cut it. Wait, let me end it live. <laughs>